Hey now, Friday morning. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Friday. So, I put up the poster from Friday the movie. Have you heard the major discussion online about had a good day? What about it? So they're trying to define what day Ice Cube had that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they're okay, so Yo MTV rap starts at this point. Um, okay, the we- he mentions the weather. They define the weather. They they look at the basketball game brought up. Right. <laughs> That's a bit weird. As far as they have a day. Okay. They have a specific day. It's. Later than I think it would have been based on dates. But anyways, okay. <laughs> the funny thing is, Cube immediately, like, like <laughs> trashed the whole concept. He's mm-hmm. like, it, it wasn't one day, guys. It was a song, yeah. <laughs> it was, I was writing a song and I pulled from a bunch of days. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, maybe that's the problem. Right. You, try to, you try to define the day as good. Like, ah. I had a good day. Didn't have to use my AK. You know, that it's it's the important things, you know, you're keeping track of. Yeah, I think I think it's good to keep track of when the day is going good. I try to I try to forget about it while the day is happening though. Right, try to be present in the day. Man. I only think about it at night when I'm... I like the idea though that everybody put in all that time on the math and then Cube was like, eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like Yep. I'm telling you, it is funny how much time and effort they put into trying to figure out what day Cube was having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's pretty funny. So, relative to Cube, only tangentially, have you heard who's playing the Super Bowl this year? They released it yesterday. I think the weekend is. No. That would never happen again. Really? No, he was so obviously lost in those mirrors that I don't think anybody, yeah. I didn't, musically, I wasn't that moved by The weekend. I haven't like, seen it. I've, I've discovered artists, like, I mean, I've, I've said that before, that uh, Prince and Michael Jackson's kid. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Uh, that, that was the, the okay. I really, I really had got appreciation for Bruno Mars when he, when he did the halftime show. So, okay, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige. That should be interesting. Dr. Dre. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Right, I I actually I'm I'm a little interested. They had a great they do like a great getting the call and it shows everybody getting the call. Mm-hmm. And then somebody tried to claim Cube was on the list as I was listening to the radio this morning. I'm like, I don't think he is. I I almost it would kind of make sense. I think what I. I get what you're saying, but I watched the thing. Right, I get you. <laughs> I don't remember. I get you. And I think it was actually just a white Midwestern morning show um, thinking Forrest Whitaker was going to be in the halftime show, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I think it was a straight up, like, I, I whoa, I was like, I, I think it was just strictly a, a black fella is going to be a rapper black fella. What? Well, no, the one the one guy on this morning show kept talking about how Cube was on the halftime show. Okay, so he he probably just got his information wrong. No, he got his black soon. guy wrong. 
I'm telling you he saw Dre. Dre is all over the commercial. And that's a weird mistake to make. They look different. I that was my thought they look too. Pretty different. That was my thought too. Well, I assumed he didn't think Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube were the same guy. Of the lineup, the only I mean, person that I comes. I, I still don't. I don't know. That's a weird mistake to make in my right? head, I guess. It, no, that was my. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm like, look to see if Ice Cube's on the halftime show. I mean, look real quick. Look anywhere. That I mean, I, I'm excited about who's playing, but I, I definitely didn't get Cube from any of that. You know, none of the ices were mentioned that I saw. So you're, I was like, anyway, and maybe I was projecting. I don't know. It was just Doctor Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick. Oh, I forgot. I am so sorry. I would have blown your mind, and I forgot to. I forgot to leave. Yeah, you'd have. You'd have blown I, I forgot mind. to mention one of the biggest artists involved, Nobel poet laureate Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. But I definitely didn't get Ice Cube out of Kendrick either. No. <laughs> so I'm still on. So you have a list in front of you, right? Yeah. This just did from Studio 586B. So you assume guy's got a list in front of him, right? Right, probably. He has two other people in the studio that have read the list repeatedly and are definitely not saying Ice Cube. Right. I don't. I, I don't know where the hell he got that from. He he probably just got a bad list or something. Someone didn't do their research. I don't think he had a list at all, first off. Or he's probably just saying it, yeah. I don't think he had a list at all. I think the other people had a list. Mm-hmm. And I think instead of actually listening to what he said... That's what I'm saying. Probably an assistant or something made a list and gave it to him. No. Okay, but there's three people in the room. Yeah? Two of them aren't getting it wrong. Well, it's a radio show, right? Right, so two of them aren't getting it wrong. Uh-huh. Two of them have... He chimes in mm-hmm. after they've read the list. Okay. My suspicion is he was not paying any attention to the people in the room. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know how you I don't know how you make a mistake like that. That's weird. I wish I had my AK. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> today would have been a bad day. Oh wow. <laughs> that bad, huh? Well the I I had, okay, my entire list of who was on it was from watching the video that Pepsi released mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. And was I it was. Was today that yeah, it happened? It was this morning. Okay. What radio show was it? I, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because I kind of already, this particular radio show, I already suspect of the three people in the room, one of them is kind of Forrest Whitaker about black people. Okay. Okay. Can't look him straight in the eye. But don't bump. No. All right. <laughs> That's a forest. So uh, one of the jokes. Forest Whitaker t- joke. Forest Whitaker joke. You know what? I am not even paying attention to our amazing viewers out there, of which we have. <laughs> We're doing the show for us, man. <laughs> yep. I figured that. It's okay. It happens sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm not on anybody's <laughs> good list at the moment, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> ah, support is fleeting, they say. 
I bring up Friday because it's one of those movies that anybody that watches it, I mean, it's hard to not laugh your butt off at. Interestingly enough, I also argue that it's Ice Cube giving an interesting inner look, tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we that it's a look at the black community. Yeah. The first of those, really. Yeah, I think I don't. I'm not sure that I'm not sure that Ice Cube thought that deeply about it, but it's possible that he did, though. I don't know, man. He's a well thought out guy. He is. He's he a well thought out guy. A lot. So it's possible he did think about that like that, but I mean, there's so much. I'm not sure. That I mean, there's so much interaction. I mean, and okay, and also you're right. The valid point is, he's writing what he knew. Right. But don't bump that. And maybe that's we all end up trying to write what we know, speak what we know, mm-hmm. sing what we know. No, you know, I didn't have to use my AK. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but to some extent, <laughs> but you know what I mean? That sing about what I know, man. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I'm not saying Ice never had. I'm, I'm not Ice. I'm not saying that Cube never had an AK. I mm-hmm. don't mean it like that. But he also. Did fairly well and came from a decent family, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. It wasn't he one of the ones that? Although most of my knowledge of like him, Dr. Dre, and all of them comes from like the movie. Yeah, yeah, you know so, what? I, uh, I I was there at the time, but I, I wasn't know. paying attention. Yeah, I I wasn't there, so. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know at all. That back then, did I know the difference between Dre and Cube? No, because Dre wasn't around yet. No, yeah, he was. Well, no, from the wasn't. movie, the movie makes it look like Easy E was the only one that was actually doing anything in the streets, as far as it does have that feel. It makes it seem that that, that was where the money came from. But right. after the fact and writing it the way, I... who knows? Who really who knows? knows? So it's our Friday too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? We work weird schedules. We do. Um. Yet still, Friday has meaning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man, it's Friday. Yep. <laughs> like it's the end of the week. It's the end of the week. Now, some of it is. There are little people in our world that go to <laughs> school and stuff. So I mean, that I've always said that kind of makes my Monday Friday thing still happen. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know that I look forward to the weekend. Like it's somehow going to be different. I don't look forward to the weekend, really. What do you, what would you what would change whether or not you looked forward to the weekends? Um, what would change if I was looking forward to the weekends? Live um, music every Saturday. I'm trying to think, 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 think. I don't know. I really don't know. How'd that go yesterday? Um, for those of you who don't know, we're working on bringing you guys Studio Five Eighty Six B live, where we have musicians in the studio. Um, if you're a musician out there, first off, please reach out. Um, I've got some musicians I'm reaching out to. You've got some musicians you're reaching out to. Mm-hmm. We had a, a close friend, Seth, stop by yesterday. Amazing. I, I love his voice. He's got a he's a really fun musician. He's really dope. Um, and his his young lady friend Maya is that correct? I don't remember. I believe name. it was Maya. Um, thank you, Maya Bailey, for remembering being in the back of my head so I could remember this other young lady's name was Maya. Mm-hmm. Um. God, I'm saying um a lot today. God, okay. God, God, I'm saying um a lot. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ums just come and go, I guess. But did that? F- I know you've been at a moment where you're kind of 
finding balance with the musicality and with everything else we're doing. Did it help to have like they stopped in last night and we you know you got hung out and made a little bit of music? Yeah. You know it helped because sometimes I get I get I get on a roll and then I'll get in my head, and sometimes when there's a person that I have music to make with, um, it 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 helps me out and I, I'm not so in my head. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. Well, and then you guys kind of got to freestyle on and karaoke in and yeah, it was pretty fun. I'm I'm a big proponent of karaoke as a way to access voices for musicians. That to some extent you kind of let down your guard and let yourself just try to sing like somebody else, mm-hmm. and that may pop tools for later. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you guys were like freestyling like crazy. You had some nice stuff going. Yep. That even she jumped in, kind of like man, I liked that background kind of whispery stuff where it was like <laughs> that was a that was that one song, but that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That some there's something to be said for letting the like okay, so we talk about getting our creative juices flowing, mm-hmm. and sometimes the root is letting, right? Not getting like right, right, okay, right, right. the getting is a push thing that then somehow it like it's harder. Right. I get that when I'm writing sometimes. Like, oh, man, I need to write. Right. All the ideas are still in my head, but then it won't come out the pen, or it won't come out the keyboard, or uh-huh. it won't come out. It's why I constantly, and eventually it'll work to everybody's benefit, I constantly am trying to figure out ways to just record mm-hmm. instead of having to, because sometimes just somewhere between here and here, mm-hmm. it don't work. Right, right, right. <laughs> I assume sometimes it's oh you got even less this less is here to here I can get this part to work usually but man once it gets out to here I'm like just screwed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's about it's about connecting your your body in some sort of way. Like it's a little it's a little spiritual when it comes to like artistic things because um, you kind of have to make the connection of I have the thought. All right, it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like. And just letting that process flow as smoothly as possible, as often as possible, is really like what artists I feel like opening work the at conduit constantly. or using the muscle. I mean, we talk about yeah. that for meditation, and everything else. The idea that okay, yeah. you start, you start slow and you you progress, and it gets easier and easier as you as you go. Like uh, I heard Kendrick talking about um, talking about the way that he writes, and he was like, I can write a sixteen bar verse at any time about anything at this point. Like I've written so much, I've I've freestyled so much, I've done so much musically that at this point I could write about anything. But feeling it is a different story. Okay. So writing to a feeling or like trying to figure out how to explain a feeling takes a little bit more like takes a little bit more nuance. Like it's it's a little bit it's a little bit easier for him now because he's done it for what ten years, ten mm, maybe fifteen yeah, years, maybe, maybe even longer. Like yeah. maybe even longer than that. Um, Kendrick's been around a minute. Kendrick's been around a minute. He's like, I want to say like in his thirties, and oh my god, old he's man. been rapping probably since a teenager. So old, old man in his thirties. So, um, <laughs> no, he's not old, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's been doing it for a little while. So it's. It gets to a point where it's kind of easy to talk about almost anything. Just you got to figure out what things you feel the most. Well, isn't it also, and find your voice. Yeah. That I, sometimes I can access something where I could almost write in somebody else's voice 
easier than mine, but then it's not. There's some legitimacy lost. I have a harder time writing like other people. Like, I can write in a different style, but everything that I do is very uniquely mine in my head. At okay. least in my head it is. Like, right. it might be influenced by something, but it's not, it doesn't feel like anybody else's stuff. The weird thing is, so I end up in this place where, because everything I learn and find, I think of in my head is kind of Legos. Mm-hmm. So in my head, all of this stuff feels a little bit like regurgitation. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I run into pieces where I'm like, oh, I don't know where that came from. Oh, right. that must have been me, I guess. <laughs> that I don't... I think of myself as finding wisdom as opposed to having it. Right. Now is not the time to call me. Mm-hmm. Tell that to the bill collectors. Um, Sorry for the phone call, folks. That... I find so much meaning in other sources that for me, I find it's that as opposed to feeling like I'm giving my own information, I'm just going, hey, did anybody else notice these things stack this way? Right. Right. I don't think of myself in some way as wise. Okay. Um, it's like when I talk about sheer luck and through things. Right. That, that the whole Sherlock Holmes things make sense to me because... So the other day we were watching this video. And it was funny because my reaction... Our reactions were totally... Po- like Polar opposite. Polar opposite. It was just... I think it was mostly we paid attention to different things on and first well, watch. And it, well, it was weird. I felt like... And I feel like this a lot. That I see all the building blocks separately in mm-hmm. things. So sometimes I'll end up seeing things differently because I noticed a bunch of pieces... I, the, the Sherlock Holmes part, what I mean is that I can't help... There are things I notice that I don't always even want to notice. I think I skew things positively more than more than reality. Do you think I'm negative? No. I think... Because when I hear that, I no, go, no, no, oh, no, no, am no, I no. taking no, things no, no, too no, no, negatively? No, no, yeah. no, it's not that thought at all. It's. I think that there are three ways to take things. Positively, negatively, and reality. I think... When you watched that video, when you were talking about it, like when you were talking about the way you felt or the way you interpreted what was going on in the video, I kind of interpreted it as, okay, he's seeing the video for what it is. I'm seeing the video as a little bit more positive. Not saying that, not saying that I, not saying that I had a better perception of it, just like, I feel like I was probably missing a little bit just because I was kind of ignoring the negative bits. Well, I feel like sometimes when I interact with other people mm-hmm. that not negative or positive bits, but that I notice a lot more bits. Mm-hmm. I've always it's, that's my that's my that's what I was trying to say is yeah. like I feel like you you probably just notice a little bit more than me. Well, I think it's not it. it's not so much that I think what I tend to notice are the good thing. I tend to read good intentions into almost anything. I, I don't. I don't I don't traditionally like read bad intentions into most things or like even what the intentions actually might be. I have noticed lately that a lot of and I guess I have to own the fact that some of it's judgment 
is that I'm constantly looking for compassion in all things. Mm-hmm. That okay, the, the thing that I noticed was there were some questions in my head about whether or not the guy was being honest with the people he was talking to. Mm-hmm. And that immediately, see, that's my, that's the thing that always, if, if I think somebody is being dishonest, it immediately sets me off. Mm-hmm. That, man, that that's, I, I, I think that the thing that holds back communication and holds back so much mm-hmm. of our everyday and I don't mean dishonestly, dishonesty necessarily like some kind of malicious, oh, I'm going to lie to this person. That I feel like how can meaningful communication happen mm-hmm. if you can't count on that the communication is honest? Mm. Well, I don't, I don't exactly, I don't exactly inspect for honesty all the time. I like honesty. I prefer to be honest. I have an easier time with dishonesty, though. Like, my my first impulse when I speak uh-huh. is sometimes to lie. And it's not, it's not something that I've consciously worked on all the time. Like, I, I, I try to work on it, but it's, it's... I think sometimes okay sometimes I I feel like I might be a uh a pathological liar but like a baby pathological liar. <laughs> you know like sometimes I think because I can give you an example of one time that I had a conversation with uh my cousin and I was I after school instead of going to the library like I was supposed to mm-hmm. and hanging out with my auntie all day I went to the mall with my friend. Okay. So I would probably get in trouble if I told my family that. So when my when my cousin called asking where I was, I told him I um, am walking back home from the library, blah, 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 right? And he was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. But then I, I immediately thought about it, and I was like, why did you lie? Right. Like, he's going to be mad, yeah, but you didn't need to lie. You should have well, told the truth. You probably, you probably should have told okay, the truth. That's... So I, I immediately, I immediately told the truth, and I, I was like, I'm sorry, I lied. I didn't, ex- I didn't. That shouldn't have been my first response. Right. I don't think of that as okay. So there's two different kinds of lying in my head. Mm-hmm. I think the the line for pathological lying is whether or not there was a purpose or cause to the lie. Mm-hmm. Um. Not to say lying for purpose or cause is right either, but in the sense of I'm trying to cover something, Mm -hmm. that's lying because you feel guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, As opposed to lying randomly. Mm -hmm. Like there are in in pathological liars, my understanding, I'm by no means a psychologist, what you see is lies that don't make sense. Yeah. You're like, oh, why lie about that? That doesn't... it's human nature, and often children learn to lie about things to avoid punishment. Mm-hmm. But when there isn't a mean, like where you go, huh? <laughs> I guess, I guess my my version of avoiding confrontation is either to lie, or to be passive aggressive, or to like it's some form of deceit. Oof. See, and those those are and my I personal think, pet peeves. I think 
I have a I have a I have a problem with that and it it's not something that I constantly think about so I I I wax and wane like I sometimes I'm really good about being honest and analyzing and and going in depth about how I feel and and explaining everything correctly and sometimes I just can't tell the truth to save my life right and I don't know I don't know where it comes from I to some extent I don't know how to fix it. I I can only the only thing I can think of is I need to think before I speak. That's the only thing I can think of. So for me it's a compassion thing. Mm-hmm. Oddly, it's all compassion all the way down with me these days. Um yada yada. Compassion and mindfulness in my head are the 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 two mm-hmm. most important things we can will offer each other. That so you've heard that my big compassion thing is namastained instead of namaste. Mm-hmm. That the idea that namastained is I I see the deep scars and wounds on my soul sees the deep scars and wounds on your soul and understands that the struggle is universal. Mm-hmm. So in other words, the things I feel the struggle mm-hmm. is as real outside of me as it is inside of me Mm -hmm. and so if i experience something as feeling not compassionate Mm -hmm. that has happened to me Mm -hmm. i i have to make a rule to not allow myself to do that to others because that true compassion is in understanding that the pain we feel is inside of us and that the one thing we can offer compassionately to the world is our honesty and our word. That we can lower the weight they carry based on the idea they can count on us. I have a hard time drawing those connections sometimes. No, I understand. Or, or seeing those lines. I, um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I Found the line. Yeah, I have, a, I have a hard time with that. It's, I don't, I don't always know. When I do things without knowing what I'm doing, I can get myself in trouble because I could either be telling the absolute truth or lying right. my ass off. It's one of the two, and I, I don't always know which one it is. <laughs> and that's not good. I, I don't always know which one it is. I really don't. Like I could, I could be lying to your face and not know I'm lying. It's weird. It's, I, I don't like it. I don't... It's not an well, aspect. That's quite of, a conundrum. It's not an it's not an aspect of myself that I like, and I think I try to hide it, and I try to ignore it, and I try to. I like mm. to think that I'm a good person. And I like to think that I'm an honest person, but right. to be honest, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, we know. Like okay. I re- no, no, no. Not just not just that I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like I don't know that what I'm doing is the right thing while I'm doing it. Mm. And I have a hard time with trying to figure out whether or not I'm doing the right thing. I, I think I don't take enough oh, time. I, I, I know. I'm I think to some extent, week. I really do the right thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like I don't, I don't and know next for black history month in the world of black movies. Do the right thing. That's funny. A um, Spike Lee joint. <laughs> Spike Lee joint. Um, I don't always know whether or not what I'm doing at that moment is the right thing to be doing. And I don't always take the time to analyze whether or not I'm doing the right thing. Do any of us really know in any moment? I mean, we can try. We can try, yeah. I think there are repercussions of all of our actions that are beyond us. Definitely. 
that it, it is a hard thing to so this is where I, I don't mean to wax buidic no mm. <laughs> as opposed to poetic buidic buidic <laughs> that and that's why I think of compassion and mindfulness as going hand in hand that you can't have compassion without mindfulness mm. and you can't really I think you can't have one without the other that they're 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 interconnected mm-hmm. that in true compassion you must have mindfulness mm-hmm. in true mindfulness you must have compassion mm-hmm. that when we talk about being compassionate to all living things, one of the things that's important to remember is we are a living thing mm-hmm. um, I think. The goal has to be how do we all meet each other in a place where we're comfortable enough existing that we can be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. That I, I, I think time and again you come against the same walls just in different perspectives and how yeah. it affects. I think I think I I don't. It's not. I think it's. I have a problem with consistency. Me too. In I, general, I, I think humans. In general, I think I have a problem with consistency and. I see it a lot. Like, teachers used to tell me I was very insightful. Other times, I was an idiot. I I could go from really smart to really dumb really isn't quick. That, isn't, like, that like, isn't that human nature? Yeah, but like, I don't the know. The expectation it's, to know and understand everything when that's not well, even no, a possibility. It's, it's, not, it's not that I want to know and understand everything, but it's like I want to have some sort of like comfortable grip on how to deal with reality. And I want to be more consistent about how I consistently deal with reality. I want it to be that every time I'm given the option between hitting the button to save 10 people, or I don't remember how the train question goes, but basically if I'm given the same option over and mm-hmm. over again consistently, I want to choose the same thing. Whatever I'm going to choose, I want to consistently choose the same thing. And I feel like the problem is I consistently wax and wane on which one I'm choosing. I, I, I don't know how to like so, control that to some extent. My thought is you're a very young man. Mm-hmm. And these are the moments where you decide how to define yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, um, part of the reason my word became so valuable is I had stripped myself of value. I had... Mm-hmm gotten myself in trouble, um, created a situation where (laughs) employers were not going to want to hire me, Mm -hmm. which meant that all that I had that I could carry with me was my word. Right. That all like my work ethic, my, the things internal that only I could set the value for because that's what I had. Mm -hmm. And it was at an age similar to yours. Mm -hmm. Um, off by a year or two, but not by much, that you had to decide those things held water, held weight. I think to some extent the reason why I constantly struggle with the question of narcissism is that to some extent I've always placed high value on myself. Like, in weird ways. Like... I, I've always, like, I've always felt like I was a good person. I've always felt like I was smart. 
I've always felt like I've always felt like I, I I knew what I was doing. So at times I can act petulant when I'm not when I don't know what I'm doing or when I'm not the good person or when I'm not when I don't know what's going on. I can act very petulant because my constant belief is that I'm a good person, that I know what I'm doing, that I have a grip of something. Mm-hmm. When the reality is, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. None of us do. Like I get, I get that. I I totally get that. But trying to trying to force that into my reality, or trying to make that my reality, is that I don't know what. Trying to make not knowing what I'm doing part of my reality is something I struggle with. You know what? I, I think I forgot a really important piece. Mindfulness, compassion, and one more thing that changes my outlook on the world. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. That grateful changes my ability to assess my ability, oddly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not only grateful for the things I do know, but for the things I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot I don't know. Mm-hmm. The majority of things in the universe I can't know. Mm-hmm. Relative to the available, I can accept that I don't know things on the basis that there are so many things to know that there have to be more things I don't know than things I do know, mm-hmm. based on the infinite nature of knowledge. Right. I don't know what temperature it is on some planet going around Alpha Centauri, you right. know, X number of light years away. Right. So there's there's this this wealth of knowledge, and mm-hmm. no matter how much I can think at any moment, I know lots. Absolutely not. You take Mm -hmm. whoever can store the most information in their brain falls short of even a myth of a percentage. I I operate under the assumption that I know things more often than than that I don't. And I think that's a problem in my head. At least the the way that my psychology, like the way that my brain works, I think that that's like a fundamental problem is that I often default to knowing the answer. And when I I think when I don't know the answer, I either deny it or I completely shut off. Oof. Yeah. I can understand that. I can relate to that. Speaking of just shutting off, mm-hmm. being that it's Friday, I wanted to I wanted to bring up the year so far and how many people are gone. <sighs> Yes, it was, it was a little high. It was a little high. Last night we lost lost Meatloaf and Louis Anderson. I will be honest, I did not know who those people were before you told me. I well, actually, no, I knew who they were. I just didn't like know them. Know them. I feel like I can't you even know, go through a complete but... list. I mean, I automatically think of Betty White and Sidney Poitier, but I know there are mm-hmm. others. There's others. It's it's been Bob Saget too. Oh my god! How'd I forget? You yeah. know, America's Dad. <laughs> Don't watch the aristocrats. <laughs> America's That's dad, funny. my ass. That's funny. But America's boil. I I I don't get it. I mean, yeah. I I understand we always lose people, but man, it seemed is it just me? No, I think I think we've always Well, no. This has I seemed think, like a okay, run I here. I think like I think like for some reason like the past couple years it seemed like people that have been around forever seem to die. 
Well, your definition of forever and mine are different. I noticed right. how that's I noticed the, how young Bob Saget yeah. and uh, Louis Anderson were. They're like how early sixties. Now Louis Anderson was a large man. There were some extenuating circumstances, and right. you know what? So was Meatloaf. Meatloaf wasn't that old either. I though. mean, Bob Saget was getting up there. But they're all in there, not like you look at some late pictures of Bob Saget. I mean, he was I'm just saying, usually rich folk live longer. They make some Betty White kind of time, right? 99 and you know what stand to 100 ain't, ain't any of the problems right Sydney Portier and Betty White seem to well run did, the marathon as opposed to their sprint uh, what was the one okay so here was a fun fact so if you think about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. and Frank and Betty White no all... and Barbara Walters oh, Barbara Walters yeah yeah Barbara Walters is the age that Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank would be yep Definitely. The, it's crazy. So, uh, hey, upbeat Friday. Let's talk some death. <laughs> Sometimes death is what's on my mind. Not really. I don't worry about death. I don't worry about it at all. I, I mean, know. I do only in the sense of the people I leave behind and wanting to leave ripples in the pond and yada bada da 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 but not like a, a I don't, scary place to go. I, I, I have people that I love, but I don't. I think people would be fine if I just... No, okay. really? No, no, no. It's like it's like I think I think I'd to be some devastated. Extent, I think to some extent the earth would move on. Like the earth would keep Well, no, staying, I think that's okay. I think that's true. People of all would of eventually that's... people would eventually come to terms with the fact that I'm not here anymore. Well, I think it's that's not true of all it's of us. not it's not really like it doesn't really bother me a whole bunch. It bothers me when I want to die. That bothers me, but well, other than that yeah. like I don't really give it much thought. Oof. Like. That was a pretty big thought. What do you mean? You know what? No, I really want you here. Mm. We fight. I mean, like, I want to I wanna be here. I, I, I like living, I to some extent. Um, even that even that comment, I, I don't know. Like, to some extent, I like to live, but it's like, it's just, I am. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really go through existential crises as often as I used to because of the fact that I've kind of accepted the fact that when I do eventually die, people are going to have to move on with their lives. Well, they're going to live their lives and they're going to they're going to experience happiness after I die. They're not oh, going to yeah. they're not going to just be wallow in their despair. I mean, will some people be devastated? Maybe. I for mean, a time. For a time, exactly. And I mean, it's and people like, will miss you. Yeah, right. And the, and then they'll die, and then the people that love them will 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 feel despair for a time, and then they'll they'll experience more happiness. It's it's to me, it's cyclical. So I don't really, I don't really have bad thoughts about death anymore. Really, okay. With the exception of the odd, with the exception of the occasional, I want to die. With the exception Oof. of that, like, I don't really think about it much. See, and it's a weird thing. I, I would have passive kind of I want to die sort of feelings. Um, me too. So for me, it was always more of a, it wouldn't be awful. No, it'd be a, it'd be a quiet, I want to go to sleep, not wake up. But then be one I, of those. Then I realized how much, man, I, I got too much going on and I really, you know what? Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of my end of it. God, I don't know. I don't think, yeah. Death I guess, doesn't cross I guess my mind. A, like, okay, so what I've convinced mm-hmm. my concerns. I, I I wrote this just the other day, actually, somewhere on Facebook, somewhere that I don't have any way of knowing what came before. 
Mm. I don't have any way of knowing what comes after. Right. So all I can do is perfect this thing I know. To some extent, it's a little bit easier on me as well because I don't have anyone that depends on me. Like, financially, emotionally, physically. Yeah, yeah. Any of those. I, I, I'm fairly young, so the thought doesn't really... I think as you get older, the thought begins to weigh a little bit more heavy. Um, I think that can be true. Like, I don't There's think... There's a lot of responsibilities. I don't think kids really think about death that much. I mean, I know that there are kids that... I worry. Constantly that's, that's, yeah. face and deal with death. But, like, I think... It's... You, yeah, it's... You were a young kid feeling pretty low. Yeah. That's what kind of worries, scares me the most. I mean, I think about the fact that you're 18 and you're already at a spot you feel this way. Well, I've probably... I've probably had some sort of, like, depression since I was, like, a kid. I just didn't know quite what was going what on. What to call it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know quite what was, going, what was going on. Sometimes I just zone out of conversations, and I, I couldn't really figure out why. Sometimes I would, like, I think my first existential thought was in middle school, probably. Right, right. Um, My first thought of, like, Oh, I'm gonna die and people are gonna miss me. My first thought to like commit self deletion was middle school. No, high school. High school. Um, yeah. Uh, a girl had broken up with me. It w- it was really that. Yes, but <laughs> but like eventually, eventually, I had the thought that I was like, no, that's not the that's way to okay. go about that. That's. Mine that's... was fifth grade. But anyway, grade? <laughs> don't feel bad about your high school. Thing. Okay, okay, okay. That's. That's a little bit more concerning, I think. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, to some extent. That those kind of existential crises can come. I've got a little guy that I care a lot about that is already very aware. Mm. That, you know, you try to think openly about the idea of how do you face a world? I look around and I see young people mm-hmm. already feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I go, how do we change that? Mm. How do we find a path where people get to feel better? You know, that A, people aren't afraid. I think to some extent, consistency plays a major role in whether or not someone deals with depression or deals with anxiety or things like that because I think the whirlwind of change can can hit people differently. Mm, yeah. And for me, it didn't really hit me till till I was about a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like till I was like an older teenager. Um because it was kind of like since I was born, constant, constant change. I would get like two to three, at most four to five years of stability. Mm-hmm. And then there was a change, a big change that I had to deal with. I just had to deal with it. And it didn't really get me. It didn't. Re- I didn't really get caught up in that whirlwind mm-hmm. of, oh, what do I do now? What do I, like, I didn't really get caught up in that because I had experienced so much change that it was kind of like, all right, this is just what we're dealing with now. So... When I got a little bit older and I got a little bit more ponderous, I kind of thought about it a little bit more. And I was like, oh, shit, I've, I've kind of been through a lot. Um, 
That's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Am I going to keep going through things? Um, okay. That's kind of scary. I don't know that I want to keep going through things. Um, work, life, life is starting to feel like a, a bit of a chore. So it's a little bit hot in here. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little, I'm getting a little itchy. <laughs> like, you know, like I started, I started showing signs of anxiety and depression and, and, and things started popping up and I didn't really know what to do about it. Um, I told somebody, asked for help and I got, I, what I got from that was confirmation that I wasn't alone. Um, and it felt a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And now I can deal with it a little bit better. Just knowing that, okay, you've been through a lot. So you're going to go through a lot as you keep going. You're going to have to deal with the things that you've been through. Um, and it is what it is. You you just got to deal with it. <laughs> like, I mean, well, I've kind of come back around to the the constant, all right, I just got to deal with my new situation. I just got to deal with my new situation as opposed to constantly thinking about how much more I got to go through or how much I've been through and getting lost in that, you know? Right, right. So so is it that we come to terms with somehow accepting that we don't have any stability and is that maybe one of the roots of where we're constantly trying to figure out some way to stand firmly even – because we're always worried it's going to get pulled out from under us. Well, I think I think anxiety and depression comes from the inability to deal with change. Like, once you find a space where you're comfortable and then a change happens, you begin to feel more uncomfortable with that idea. Mm, yeah, and yeah. it's 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 more that it's more that you're uncomfortable with the idea of change, so you start to be uncomfortable in your own skin. Oh, okay. I um, see what you're saying. I think I, I'm not a like a psychologist or anything. I have I have no like I think there's something research to, be... to back this these thoughts up. But uh that's what I think it is. Often they talk about the idea that you know, you're on this teeter totter and the present is the middle, mm-hmm. you know, and okay, so the past is depression. Right. And the future is anxiety. Right. So I suggest that if the past is depression, there's something there. Right. If, the... if you start to form PTSD or have reactions right. based on your previous, it's hard. So they, they're... I think of depression and anxiety are as very much two sides of the same coin. Definitely. That if, 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 this first part mm-hmm. has caused you distress. You will more than likely have greater anxiety towards the future. Right, right. It's like it's like the. I feel like so. I think the 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 allegory of a cloud mm-hmm. is kind of accurate, and I think depression and anxiety. Sometimes you can experience them both at the same time, but it, it it's kind of like a cloud, like. If you don't look at the cloud, it's usually not even a worry. But if you're if you're looking back at that cloud, you might be experiencing some depression. Once you but see it, you can't unsee it. If it's it, going right. past you and it's it's forward, like you might be experiencing some anxiety. Like, and there's a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, there's like a spectrum with like how much you're dealing with at one point in time. But like, it's definitely something to to be thought of when you're going through depression and anxiety of okay where is the feeling coming from now 
Mm. What am I scared of right now at this moment? Am I contemplating my past and just thinking about the bad shit that's happened to me? Or am I stressing over the future? I'm afraid of crocodiles with clocks. Mm. That's is that Peter, a is that that's a Peter so- Pan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought I was like I was like what? Where did the crocodile get a clock? Is that a Salvador Dali painting? Like that's no, my no, first no. thought. He, I forget how the <laughs> clock fall. He it happened at the same point. He was eating uh-huh. hand. Uh huh. And somehow a clock ended up in the croc's mouth. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a weird week, folk. But weeks are weird. Weeks are weird. You know what? It's been a good Friday. It's yeah. really good to hear. Or have everybody hear from us, I guess. I don't know. I was about to say, hear from all of you. <laughs> but Fridays are a little up there. You never know what you're going to get on a Friday. It's us trying to work it out. Yep. You know what? I am glad for anybody out there and appreciate you all more than you know. Hey, it was a good day. It was a good day. I didn't even have to use my AK. <laughs> I did not have to use my That's AK. That's hilarious. Today. Jimmy, do you have an AK? Okay. No, Justin, I don't really have an AK. (laughs) You don't. Another day. Another dollar. See you guys on Monday. I really could keep talking. It doesn't matter. I'm just waiting for it to pop up on the other side. Yep. (laughs) I love that we have uh, Cube and... I love the, the look on Ice Cube's face and Chris Ducker's face cracks me up. It felt better to talk shit out, though. That's the goal. Is it... Talk through shit. Can you see your screen or not? Oh, I wasn't even looking at Facebook at this moment. I know they're live right now. Yeah, it's it's up. Dum, dum, dum. How is mine off by just a yeah, little bit? Yeah, I don't know more? why yours is off like that. It's weird. Then I'm worried that I'm gonna like lose it. Then I'm like, okay. 